All right, I need to set the scene really quick. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hold on, Blake. <laughs> so imagine, audience, hello there. Close your eyes with me, unless you're driving, in which case, keep your eyes on the road. Um, you are looking at me, AJ Hart, except the audio, the visual quality is not as good as normal. It's weird. It's compressed. You see the little squares of the color changes in the back of my room. The camera angle is looking up at me. You're seeing a little bit up my nose, so you can tell that I'm shooting this on a webcam. Hello, everybody. What's up, AJ Nation? I'm just making this video really quick to address some of the words that are being spread about me currently right now. Um, you might have noticed based on my Twitter account recently that I've been <laughs> tweeting and celebrating Bloodborne. And this might throw some of you off because I know over the last, over the last, over the last couple of years, I've said some pretty not tubular things about the Bloodborne game. And I'm what? here today to make my formal, Blake, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to apologize. <laughs> I'm here today. Can we, call, can we call this episode AJ's apology video? <laughs> <laughs> now, now, when I yelled at Blake, I want to make it clear um, that was cut out. Uh, so you'll notice a small jump cut and I say edit. Um, don't worry about that. My nose is running now that we're post cut, though. And I am just so sorry to Bloodborne about everything that I said in the past because I've been playing it again and I am almost done with the game. I've been on a full bender this week. It has been taking up all of my free time. I am fighting the, the I am working through the DLC and I am taking on the optional final boss. I am in so deep right now with Bloodborne. And I just want to apologize to Bloodborne for everything that I said that was mean about it over the last mm, four years. If you're making an apology, can I make a complaint? Can I, is, is that, is, is the like first 10 minutes of the episode is where we just kind of do whatever. Hello, I'm Blake Ray and this is my partner, AJ Hart. Um, my, my, my creative partner, but also sometimes spi spicy, spicy. I don't know where the fuck I was going with that. I don't think that. so. <laughs> the, see, the word partner is kind of like, I, I, I. I am so used I to. I like that it is being used as like a life partner thing, but yes, also it does yes, make things it more does awkward. Complicate. That's why I've abandoned calling you my partner, and I just call you my co-host. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the smarter way of doing it. Um, so okay, so if you're making an apology about Bloodborne, yeah, it's a great game. It's a fun game. I've never played it before. It's and, so good. Is the thing and, I'm finding out for the first time now. But AJ, you playing it and you being happy about playing it makes me angry. You know why? Because <laughs> three, because four months ago, you, myself, and our buddy Andrew were, were all like on a Soulsborne kick, and we were playing Revenant from the Ashes, and we were like coming up on the end of the game, and we we're like, oh man, what's gonna be our next Soulsborne game? Whatever is the game we're gonna play together? And like, I, and me and Andrew were like, oh, well, let's play fucking Bloodborne because I've never played it. And AJ wants to give it another try because he fucking hates that game. And then six months go by, I have Bloodborne sitting on my shelf, sitting there tantalizingly waiting so I can hang out with my best friend and my other really good friend and I'm fucking hyped and you know what happened at the top of this week AJ I call you and we're hanging out and you're I'm like asking you hey AJ what you doing he's like oh I'm playing Bloodborne I'm like most of the way through the game and I'm like silence on my end of the phone it is <laughs> it is just hate bubbling up in my body I'm like bro we had plans. We had plans <laughs> you to were play busy. this you game together. To I was waiting for you. I was waiting <laughs> to play this game with my friend. AJ, you and I live in other cities now. We don't have many opportunities to hang out. You have betrayed me. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a week and you get to the two bosses that I'm at and we can play it together at these two bosses. No, dude, you go through games like fucking crazy. By the time no, no, I catch I'll up, just, I'll just sit around and wait. I need you to not get to play the moon Bloodborne. presence that's, and that's also go to the DLC boss. <laughs> How about this? You and I, we got to go through Dark Souls 3 together. How about that? Or are you going to play that game without me? You fuck. Can we just do Elden Ring when that one comes out together? Oh, that's a that's a good idea, actually. Let's play Elden Ring. Smash cut to six months from now, me complaining when again. When I've crushed Elden Ring <laughs> all in one go. When I've when I, after playing two FromSoft games, am now a master of the whole franchise and can crush that game in one sitting. Watch out, oh, I, here I go. 
<laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely, gross, awful video game ideas and turn them into the next triple eight titles. I'm one of your I'm host, one of your hosts, AJ Hart. I, yeah, I was like, you know what's so weird? Is like You I paused could, really long for that. What was up with because that? I, I said it I at the same pro- time as you because you paused so long. Because I was processing. Because here's the thing. I've like, we've given this intro like 123 times at this point. And my brain was like, I could introduce myself and then run off on the intro and then completely forgot if I said my name or not. Because it's just <laughs> like my brain goes to the shadow realm for like the five seconds that I need to say the intro. And then it comes back to being hyper-focused. And then I'm like... Oh, I time traveled. I don't know what I said, actually. <laughs> it's the podcast fugue state. So, okay, so so because we have some time to spare, what? why are you enjoying Bloodborne? We do Bloodborne have four extra minutes more? that we can talk about whatever the fuck we want. Well, That's no, true. I, wanted, I wanted to ask because I trampled over you about my about me being a not supportive friend of, of my friend's fun and being yeah, jealous. Yeah, you wanted, I wanted to take to five minutes out of our intro to drag me for playing a video game without you. Like, I'm not allowed to enjoy my own free time. Well, you're allowed to ensure your own free time. You just don't make plans and then drop me. Just don't play the games I want to play. I get it. I see how it is. You don't want me enjoying things. It's fine. I I sat and waited patiently for six months for people to get their Bloodborne installed (laughs) so I can play it with friends. And then I just casually call you being like, hey, Jay, you want to hang out and just like talk on the phone? Because we don't, we just, we just, we've been so busy lately. And then I call you up and just, I hear that you're having so much fun on something we were going to do together. And like the amount of just like that crushing feeling I felt of like, you want to take it from the top? I'll go. I'll start from the beginning with you. Let's go. <laughs> no, the time has passed. We just don't. Just when we get to Elden Ring, we'll play that. But what is? What are? You, why are you enjoying Bloodborne this time around? Like, what? What is so different about it for you now? Is it like? Are you in a different place in your life? I where think that you enjoy I think the game the more. Biggest or? thing is that playing Sekiro really taught me a different way to play and enjoy those games. Because like mm. uh, up until uh, playing Bloodborne the last time, I think that I was running into a lot more static of like bashing my head against a wall and not feeling like I'm making any progress whatsoever in a fight. Mm. And after playing Sekiro, I'm just learning how to face Sekiro is a game that was almost entirely you learning how to fight bosses because you do very little actual combat that isn't a boss or a mini boss in that game. Because yeah, you can true. sneak, you have so many stealth tools that you just run around and play Assassin's Creed. And I love that about Sekiro. I love that mm-hmm. it is Assassin's Creed until you're fighting an enemy. And then mm-hmm. it's Sekiro. Mm-hmm. But that mental process of like bashing my head against the wall and just learning the specific moves on how to counter an enemy, learning that from Sekiro and then bringing that back with me over to Bloodborne is definitely changed the way I look at the game and made it a lot more fun. Mm-hmm. I'm still really on the like on the fence about the way that Bloodborne tells its narratives. I'm mm-hmm. going to be honest, I'm still not really into everything being just vague posted and hinted at. Mm-hmm. That's kind of frustrating for me. But I do understand what people love about the game and the atmosphere is so nice. I do like that there's a progression mm-hmm. of the game of like, you start off within the clinic and you're fighting a bunch of beasts and just werewolves and really big crows. And then I was just at a castle where I was fighting ghosts and then an old man that was flying in the sky. And I guess he was a vampire. Yeah. <laughs> or he was yeah. he was guarding the vampire castle because he was keeping them all in vampire jail. Mm-hmm. It's one of the two. Again, everything's vague posted in Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Either he loved Vampire Castle or he hated Vampire Castle. But mm-hmm. I know he had something to do with it. See, the thing that I so far I, I'm play. I've always wanted to play Bloodborne because I've always been a fan of like gothic horror, and it also plays on like Lovecraftian themes in a way that's like successful because like most of the time when people like you know like uh, a prime example call of cthulhu that one kind of indie game that released a while back I-, I played it it was fun but it was also like i don't think people know how to make cosmic horror work in a lot of narratives because i think especially western media tries to explain things in great detail because i think western media kind of treats their audiences very dumb but when you have a game that vague posts like that, that's like the 
perfect like where oh yeah you can be vague because cosmic horror is kind of vagueness it's not nothing is answerable you kind of have to put two and two things together and i think that's why it really works in bloodborne the thing that i'm having like such a fucking hassle with in bloodborne is that the parrying is not intuitive like it is oh in i hate the parry system i will <laughs> admit like, that wait, I've so I, gotta, I gotta shoot the, guy the gun system all the time there are so it's, many bosses that i walk in and i'm like don't need this shitty gun and i'll put it away <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it, it's cool once i get it to work but it's not like my brain doesn't put two and two together like in Sekiro where it's like oh yeah I'm fighting with a sword so that's going to be my attack and defense when I don't think gun as oh I'm going up against somebody with a sword who's swinging at me I'm gonna block him with my gun by shooting him with a gun it's just like my brain doesn't do that like it that circuit doesn't trigger for it me. doesn't you know, click it's like, I will yeah. say that I think that Bloodborne does shine at its best when you face bosses that do make you think about the gun um, I think that the fight that you're stuck on, Gascoigne, is yeah, one of Father those G. fights because you use the gun and then he's going to digivolve. And when he digivolves, <laughs> the gun's useless. It, 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 now the gun is a hindrance. Put it away. <laughs> well, okay. So we just passed 10 minute mark. We should get into talking about video games. You want me to give you a video game or do you want to do a video game? That's right. We make bad video yeah, games from our audience. How about you start yeah. me off this week? Sure, yeah. All right. This one comes to us on Twitter from Blue Bowser's Stan account at Koopa Kirby, Santa Claus plus Deathloop. You must deliver presents to every child in one real-time night. But if you don't perfectly execute the run, the night loops over and you must do it again. This is how Santa is able to deliver presents every year without being noticed. So this is a combination you think of like he's Groundhog Day? This is, I think, is there a loop game that isn't combat based, but is stealth based? So yeah, imagine 12 minutes and it sucks shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but I, I, no, that one has combat, doesn't it? Check yeah. it out. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to our time loop Santa Claus game. You find out at the end that Mrs. Claus is spoiler. Is, is that what happens in minute? Does something you just find out like the... Oh, you don't know about 12 minutes horrible spoiler at the end? Oh, 12 minutes. Sorry. I thought you were talking about minutes, um, that one Devolver game where you have like a minute to live and you need to like slowly go around the world and explore and shit like that. And I think I there's combat and shit. I've not heard of this shit. game. Yeah, it's... it's it, well, it's, it's, it's spelled weird too. It's I think it's like M-I-N-I-T. Um, it's like a little indie game where it's, you start the game and you find out you have 60 seconds to live. So you have, you always start in like this, this house that you have to then walk around and figure out like, okay, what am I going to do with this minute long run? What am I going to do with this minute long run? And you just always die. And I, I don't know what the narrative is. I don't know what like the, 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 the point of the game is, but I'm trying to do a game that's like, this is a stealth game. So the moment you are caught as Santa you the night is like over so it's like maybe there's some sort of oh my god wait a second isn't that like no i don't think it you remember the the santa claus movie with tim allen like that yeah, had like the, 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 the didn't he have like some magical watch that he was able to use i'll be honest i have not watched the tim allen santa claus movies missing uh, out they're pretty they're pretty time. funny it's they're pretty funny. I at least I like five uh, like ten year old me like them. But the, also the third one had like a rubber like Tim Allen. I don't know if you remember that, but anytime you would uh, was move, that not the second one? I know that in two of them he faces off against people trying to steal the Santa Claus title. One time he fights Jack Frost, and one time he fights Mecha Tim Allen. Mecha Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mecha man, Allen. I really wanged that one up because <laughs> Tim Allen is right there, huh? <laughs> Tin Allen. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Tin right. Allen. No, or Tin no, Aluminum. Mecca Allen, I think, is I think it hits it. I think that's more funny. So um he, he had like some watch that he that gave him like abilities or something, and that's how he was able to like or was that I don't fuck, I don't know what my Tim Allen Santa Claus lore is, but is there a way that we can so let's look at Deathloop. Deathloop, the for those that don't know, Death, you're on an island. It's the arcane first-person shooter game. You're given all of the tools that D Arcane loves to give you: a teleport, a gravity push, a big jump, and you are given all the other you are shit. given eight different people that you have to hunt down and kill within a single day. And the game time uh -huh. loops over and over again. Uh -huh. 
So in this Santa Claus game, you are given a map of a bunch of different places that you are going to deliver to. But is there a full Skyrim sized world that you need to hit within a single day? I think that's the way to do it. So let's let's dial this back. So I don't know if we can do a game where you have to hit every player in the world. But what if this is like Santa's origin story where like the if I remember correctly, like the fable is, is that it was this one guy living in a some German village and he would like deliver give out gifts to all the people in this village. So you uh, it's an open world, but it's like a small town stealth game. So you're trying to do this thing where you have like 12 to in-game break into hours. everybody's houses. You have 12 yes. in-game hours to break yes. in, leave a gift, and leave. Yes, but you find out that like it, all of Deathloop is you have to do it in a specific order to properly make it. Because like in certain houses, you'll find like like maybe you'll find a key to somebody else's house. That way you don't have to go through like the security or like the stealth. It's a town some- full of burglars filled with people that have plans to break into each other's homes. You break into someone's house and find a way to break into their neighbor's house. Break into their house. You find the key to break into the mayor's house. You have to town run over to the mayor's house. A town of burglars. Okay, that's that's a that's a fun idea. Do you have another idea? Because I f- have yeah. we considered that perhaps Santa Claus is simply just a celebration on who the best burglar is? Isn't that like? Isn't that? I feel like there's a holiday like that. Isn't there? Like people instead well, of we like, just yeah. all break, break into each other's homes. No, no, no. Yeah, I but feel it's like- Columbus Day. Hello. <laughs> Wow, time, timely, timely, very timely reference. Uh, okay, how about you give me a video game idea? I don't know. I don't know how much steam we have on this one. Yeah, let me dig around in my little mystery bag of submissions. This comes from Doctor Peener at Doctor underscore Peener. An aerial combat game in which you play as reindeer fighting each other in the sky to be the top eight for Santa's oh. sleigh. The Holy story shit. mode will be like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer mixed with Top Gun. Blake, Rhea, this uh-huh. is, I'm sick of people talking about how, oh, I want another Star Fox game. I want another Star Fox game. But they're always talking about how they want another, like, single player Star Fox game. But mm-hmm. me, I'm an intellectual. I want yeah. a new dog fighting game that is fun. Mm-hmm. I want, because Star, Star Fox 64 specifically had a multiplayer function that I believe you had to beat the game one time to unlock. Or maybe I was just a little kid and didn't know it was there until I beat the game for the first time. But you could play Star Fox against your friends in a four in a four uh, man free for all. That's cool as shit, actually. It okay, okay, ruled. okay. So okay, so hold on. What is that one game? There's like, there's this game that is out right now. Um, it's like Battleship. Like it's it's like it, it, warships or something like that. And it's like some like really highly simulated sort of ship warfare game and i believe oh, there's I know the also one you're talking about and, where everybody's yeah, in also, like a pl- a blimp and you're in four-man teams on the blimp and you're running around loading cannons for it and shooting it at yes each other. yeah yes. i don't so, want that i want a normal dog fighting game with reindeers so, well no what i'm what i'm saying is is like okay you have your reindeer but what if they're because like isn't the whole point of like the reindeers like each one of them has their own personality their own abilities their own like 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 R- rudolph I, yeah, Rudolph. Wow, I can't believe I blanked on that. Rudolph has a red nose for some reason. Like, does uh-huh. is that to imply that other reindeer have other abilities, and that's the I that know. adds the okay. dog fighting? Okay. Okay. So let me get let me make sure I understand what you are pitching. You are pitching to me, in a character based dog fighting game. Yes. And here's the thing: I'm we can all- so down. And here's because every war game needs like, what are the two sides? What are the factions? We have the reindeer on Santa's side. And that's like our good, you know, like that's the World of Warcraft's like good side or whatever the fuck it is. And then you have Krampus's reindeer, which are like these fucking nightmarish, deformed, crazy skeleton reindeer that all have their own abilities. Yes. Hey, I just want to go ahead and go through uh, the reindeer names because I think you're onto something. I think that each one of these reindeer does kind of lend itself to a character ability a la Mm. Overwatch or Valorant. Let me Uh just run uh through some really quick for you. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer. So those are three speed-based characters, of course. Vixen, Uh Comet, Cupid. Those ones are probably DPS. Okay. Donner, Blitzen, and Rudolph. I'm thinking each reindeer gets their... 
those are all good reindeer names. Rudolph, mm-hmm. of course, has a laser on his nose. <laughs> okay. Maybe, it's, you... maybe he has like a cool enemy spotted type ability where he can highlight the enemies for each for all of his teammates. Or no, maybe it's a free for all. I think you could do like okay. I'm trying to remember like what happens in a lot of dogfighting games. Is it just? Is it going to be a thing where? Okay, let's kind of mix some Christmas things in here. So it's a dogfighting game, but maybe they are doing some sort of activity where it's like um, a, there's some sort of gift, gift delivering or something happening. Is this like is this like a sports game where they are dogfighting, but they're each trying to push something to some goal or they're trying mm. to get something to the getting something somewhere? Also, did you know Krampus has Krampus's reindeer also have names? Go, can you hit me with some Krampus reindeer names? <laughs> um, oh, I'm gonna butcher these so bad. These are like these are like. Um, please forgive me, and I I do not know how to pronounce these. Um, I'll start with the easy ones. Black Peter, Serta. Uh, those are the easy ones. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, connect, connect, uh, Pretch ten, uh, Schmutzli, Pelsnickel, and Klobboff. I sorry for offending. I am so sorry. I just wanted to. Un- I just wanted to put those out there. But Black Peter is a fucking cool ass name, and it's Black Peter Black- has a stealth mechanic. He can turn invisible. Ooh, oh, like a black fighter jet? Yeah, dude. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah! So they could turn invisible. Okay, that's rad as shit. Um, I want to put in one, like one little design aesthetic here, though. I mm-hmm. want Krampus's reindeer to be like skeletons, because I think the. I don't know if you've ever seen like skeleton deer, like the deers of skeletons. Or, fuck, sorry, the skeletons of reindeer, but they're fucking crazy cool. Also, did you know that? Reindeers. I've only seen them in the Nightmare Before Christmas. Are they different than that? Uh, they're similar, similar to Reindeer that. But did you skeleton? Also, did you know? Uh, I believe this happens on reindeer as well as just regular deer. Um, Are you talking about you when know- they shed and their horns bleed? Yeah, their horns bleed. It's the coolest fucking thing on the planet, dude. It's really it's so, metal. It's so metal and creepy and fucking awesome. And that's the vibe I want to have for like the Krampus reindeer. Okay, so what? So uh, when you played Star Fox with you're your friends, like what the were the idea? Sorry, mm-hmm. I want to rewind. Yes. Now you're proposing the idea of separate win conditions. Let's go back to that really quick. Oh, I was imagining okay. this game as just like a, do- a normal free-for-all eight-man dogfight. Mm-hmm. But what if there was a team-based thing? What if we had yes. teams of eight going against each other? And this also le- le- lends us the ability to start adding more reindeer in the future. Mm-hmm. And kind of like the hit game Kill- Killer Queen? The, oh, uh, yes, Killer Queen, where there's Killer different Queen, win conditions the, for all the various... I was just thinking the same thing. Okay, totally. so for everybody that doesn't know, Killer Queen is a game that Blake and I have referenced on the show before. It is a 5v5 joust-style game with three different win conditions. Mm-hmm. Those win conditions being either the two queens joust each other and one of them kills the other one more than, I think, five three times. Three times. It's three times. Um, one you gotta, one yeah. win condition of collecting a bunch of little purple balls and bringing them back to your base. And yep. one condition of pushing a snail down on the bottom of the screen to the enemy's snail cage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I God, think that this game would work weird. with two different win conditions. And that is, of course, the dog fight where you just simply kill the other team enough. Mm-hmm. Or sleigh guiding a sleigh to the opposite side of the, or maybe not to even to the opposite, but just to a bunch of different objectives. No, dude, dude, I think we're overthinking it. I I, I think the two win conditions are this, and they do vary which, depending on which team you are on. The shared win condition that isn't dictated by what side you're on is win the dogfight. Destroy, like, all the other dogfighters in the Ruin their stock, absolutely murder them and and shoot them and kill them. The second win condition, which is dictated by what side you choose, is the reindeer each have a gift in their goal zone that they have to deliver to a house that is below this dogfighting battlefield. The 
opposing yes. Krampus's reindeer has to destroy like the chimneys to where they can't deliver those gifts. So like they have to go around. Here's they, what like, I'm going they carry to like one bomb or something like that. I don't think it's yeah. Krampus versus um, reindeer because I want Krampus characters to still be choosable even if you're on the delivery team. Oh, okay. So, I mean, what if, okay, so maybe then rather than having them have different mechanics, what if they're both trying to do this different thing? They're both dogfighting, but they're bo- each side but is trying to drop their own gifts. both deliveries, yeah. Yes, their own gifts. So, like, the Krampus team will drop, like, bear traps into the chimneys while the reindeer will drop actual gifts. But yeah, they but can it still goes up on the other. scoreboard as one delivery. Yes, yes. And um, you can j- basically where the dogfighting comes in is you're trying to shoot the opposing team out of the sky before because they can you know make their where they're going to be trying to get. So that yes. gives a little bit of a little bit of that thought the the mind games of a dogfight. OK, but that but how does how is that two different win conditions then? Because it sounds like everybody's just trying to make deliveries and you try and destroy them. So like, because what I think are some that other different counters? I think that you can either get one hundred deliveries or you can kill all like one hundred of their enemies' life stock, oh. like life stock. Oh, okay, so it's it, it it's one of the it's like the pollen versus the snail. Like delivering twenty, making twenty deliveries is a win, but ki- you have to kill more to get that win. So it's like you have to make fifty kills. Uh, uh, your team has to make 50 kills uh, to win that way, but they need to make 20 deliveries, which is like yes. way fucking hard. Which proposes the idea that perhaps if somebody has been, one team has been absolutely annihilated in the dogfight, but they've mm-hmm. got one ace pilot, they could still pull a W if they can deliver six deliveries. Wait, hold on. What if we, d- okay, you're on to something here. So, you know, like in, um, Star Wars Battlefront, that series, like if you do well enough, you uh, you can be like you can turn into a named character. Uh-huh. What if you basically so after you make like 10 kills or you make six deliveries or you do some sort of hot streak, you turn into Santa and the whole sleigh and then you. <laughs> well, no, stick with me. Stick with me. So you have one. You are given more weapons like a Santa sleigh or Krampus's sleigh that has like a bunch of like machine guns on it. But instead of carrying one gift, you can carry 10 gifts. So it's like you basically you, by doing a hot streak, you can then get access to either putting out more damage or delivering more gifts in one go. So okay, like you can, yeah, you can allow yourself that. to get ahead. What another another little like um, piece, wrinkle I want to put on this? Um, are you familiar with uh, uh, battle over Los, the, the battle over Los Angeles? No. What is the battle over Los Angeles? So, okay, there was this one night, I think it was in like the 1940s or the 1950s, um, where L.A. one night, just out of nowhere, the army just started shooting all of its artillery into the sky above Los Angeles because they thought something was like either an alien ship or invading airships. There was just something going on. And to this day, we don't know if there was like actually anything in there. Um, but the army did fire a fuck ton of guns into the sky. So the what US if, military got sick of it and they're like, that's it, we're gonna go kill God. So what if depending different maps have different like like we're making deliveries over Los Angeles in the 1940s. Well, guess what? This is the reason they were firing all those machine guns into the air because they saw a bunch of flying reindeer of shooting lasers from their noses. There will be multiple maps, Blake Rea. Yeah. That is so important. So it's like, okay, you fucking, you're in LA. Guess what? You can just be, there are, there are stage hazards, I guess is what to do. So it's like, or what is the most like, uh, populated like airspace is it Dubai I think it's either Dubai or sure. New York um, well what I'm saying is is like there are planes flying throughout the air and you can just run into them or like and, you yeah. can, or you can guide people into them or like maybe there's a bunch of blimps in the air you're like above um, I don't think many places use blimps anymore um, but maybe there's like but, a bunch of hot air balloons or something like just floating about and you <gasps> that's another fun one. What if like you need to make deliveries to like people on their hot air balloons? So rather than flying down to chimneys, like there's one stage there'll where you be have a to, map like, where you have to go in and make all the deliveries in the air. I love that. Yes. Yeah. So it's like it's like a bunch of like houses from up that are all just like floating in the air above their city or something. And you got to like do deliveries in air. And I like that this because it's like you rules. have to fucking weave and all that other crazy shit oh this sounds this sounds super fun actually (laughs) 
I think I want to put a pin in this, but we will almost certainly come back to it. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, this one comes to us on Twitter from Kayla Personal Pan Martin at Is This a Theus? A text-based adventure game, but it only recognizes emotes. AJ, we have moved beyond language. We have moved beyond the need for communicate verbal communication. I want to do a text-based adventure, but you have to go through it using emotes. And okay. I have no fucking clue how that's going to work. But I want to figure is this it out. Em- yeah. Is this emotes, like in-game character emotes, or is this emojis? Like, is I this- send you up, up, like, up you emoji, send me emoji, up arrow emoji, and, and down arrow that. emoji, eyeball emoji, and that's how you know that I'm giving you the up-down. I've checked you out because my eyes went <laughs> up and down. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I want to take some sort of, like, Sierra classic point and click adventure game where mm-hmm. um so but for god for those that don't know so like when we think of adventure games we think of like stuff from like the 90s where it's like the lucas arts like uh secret of monkey island that kind of thing where you it, those are like um object inventory puzzles um but back in the day you would actually have to type out what your actions were and i think that's so fucking cool there's this one game that played with that um, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but I it, it's escaping me right now. It was a horror game where you would actually be typing like on the computer all of your actions and you find out that like the character you're guiding in the house is coming to you that's operating on the computer. And it's so fucking scary. And creepy it is really and cool. Go- that's so cool. But what if we did some sort of like one? I, I this is like a kind of a, do I'm not saying it has to be Christmas themed. But is there some sort of way? Actually, no. Fuck it. We're not going to do Christmas theme because I think that would like. I don't think you. I don't think you can do in. this one Christmas thing. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. what we are imagining is Zork, but with emojis. What if? So, dude, we call this game AI, and here's the thing: this is you play the part of some sort of artificial intelligence that is waking up for the first time and discovering what communication is and you're kind of like (laughs) so you but you you only text-based adventure but you're the ai you're the ai and that's why you are learning how to communicate with people but you have to start with emotes and i'm wondering if like this game is like an evolution where it's like you start the game having to solve like puzzles like um what's a good example uh scps they you are in some bureaucratic facility that is running tests on the AI and this and each level is them running a test on you. And that's like the backdrop to this game. So you have to, they're like, Hey, uh, here's the train puzzle. Or it's like, or it's like, Hey, you need to find your way out of this room, communicate to us how you get out of this room. Um, picture it's like portal like you have some like yeah some i'm just over- i'm trying to yeah. imagine the ui like you were you were proposing this site this world with a government research facilities experimenting on you the player you the player have taken the role of an ai that mm-hmm. communicates only through emojis but what is the <laughs> user interface of the game like when i sit down to play this game what am i looking it's just, at it's just fucking because it's just I twitter it's just text, twitter private messages this is this is twitter's this is uh okay so twi- it is just a text-based yeah. adventure still i wanted to make sure that yeah. you weren't imagining some like hot, expansive ui where like you're looking like the game has a screen on it where like mm-hmm. you're looking at a computer monitor yours mm-hmm. i sit down i boot up the game it's black screen and the text spells all this out for me yes but you know what would be so fucking cool though as the game goes on, so it starts as this game that has emojis, and then it as as the game goes on and you become more and more intelligent as an AI, what if your ability your ways to communicate evolve as well? Yes, Blake Reyes, stop right here. You can't t- say another word. Why? I need you to understand what you are about to be pitching because you can't yep. just ramble into this. You need to oh, no. your next words need to be chosen carefully. <laughs> what you just led up to, Blake, was you were about to pitch the sequel to emojis. You understand what you were coming up to, right? Wait, what? Is that is that what happened? You are proposing oh. that we in the game, you are an AI that starts with uh-huh. emojis. And uh-huh. then moves on to X. 
Blake, uh-huh. please, I need you to understand the weight of what you were building to. Are you about to <laughs> are you about to say with your human mouth what the uh-huh. sequel to emojis is going to be? I think I, I mean I don't know what the sequel to emojis is. That's the, the that's the thing you and I have to figure out. Cause like the sequel to em- because emojis, it's just you. It's just a simplification of language, just visualized. So it's like instead of me saying "Hello, how are you doing?" or like "Hey, I'm so happy right now," instead of saying that sentence, it gets devolved into just a smiley face, which communicates the same amount of information, just simpler. So if See, we were but to, we know that that's not true because hieroglyphics exist. Yeah, but hieroglyphics are also a language. You would combine them to tell to make to do things and then that evolved into written language to which could be more nuanced and more specific were hieroglyphics emojis <laughs> i mean kind of yeah like they, no they're not I, I googled it and it said and highlighted it says <laughs> it says highlighted even hieroglyphics are not emojis not even close so let's get that out of the way right now that's it. We just we just point out that we're fucking idiots, and that's the end of the bit. AJ, do you have a game submission? <laughs> Babel.com has an article saying, are emojis the new hieroglyphics? A brief history of emojis <laughs> and their purpose. Well, okay, hold on. Wait, AJ, hold on. Hold on. I have a video game idea. I have a video game idea. That is this. So our world has ended... And the only traces of our communication as a species are emojis. So it's like aliens are studying our emojis, trying to understand what the fuck they mean. Okay, like we try and understand the text-based adventure. You are <laughs> yeah. given sentences that you have to translate into emojis. Yeah, yeah, you you're like you know like how they make AI that is like purposely built to decode like languages and stuff like that, or like co- uh, just <laughs> you decode are ciphers. Decoding. You are the you AI. Are- you are, you are the, you are AI, the AI that's being trained by somebody's dad who's oh trying to understand God. what his daughter is trying to say to him. So he's oh like, I have no God. fucking idea what she said. She said Some... explosion emoji, skateboard emoji, house emoji. <laughs> what could that possibly mean? See, what I love about that is that it. This feels like one. Of, this feels like something fucking a, a, one of the dungeons and daddies would do. This feels like something Glenn he would like. Who knows crypto would just doesn't understand what emojis are but is smart enough to build an artificial intelligence that is the funniest fucking thing to me is that somebody is so intelligent in that regard but doesn't know what a fucking what an explosion emoji hi hey uh, hey, um, hey you cool ai thing can you tell me what my dad sent me he sent me two emojis it's just an octopus and a cheeseburger please help <laughs> So, okay, so you are some dad that has their group of kids. Like, they have, like, no, they you have are five the kids. AI of a dad. The dad well, has, tra- has right. submitted the text to you. You yes. are looking process. at a bunch of. You not only are being given the emojis, you then have to translate what the emojis are trying to say, and then you have to respond in emojis. So, hey, if, I, if you. The, the prompt is explosion, skateboard, house you have to respond with what worrying laugh emoji no 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 how about this dog emoji pig emoji how about this how about this how about this what if we okay because the game i because it's weird because like if he's asking you to translate emojis into emojis then what's the point of it it feels like he's asking you to turn the emojis into a sentence Okay. He then gives you a sentence. You have to send turn that sentence into emojis. Oh, okay. So you are taking, you are translating for him, and then you are translating a response back. Okay, okay. Yes. Now that's clarified. Okay, here's the stank on this game. Here's the fucking like the madness that we can induce here. This is you have full control of the responses and how they are translated. You, there is a correct translation. But you don't always have to give that correct translation. And depending on how well you do or how you respond will influence the relationship between this father and their kids. So it's like, can I propose a different stank? Okay, why? (laughs) There are no options. Here's my pitch to you. We are going to define 
every single emoji. I'm going to create a new language using only emojis. Hey, AJ, this do game me a favor. Do you have Discord, do you have Discord new... right now? Do you have Discord yeah. right now? Can you, can you open it up? What's up? Can you, you better be it? sending me only like normal emojis. No, I'm not send sending me... you anything. I'm going to say I'm going to have you open up Discord, go okay. to the emoji thing. If you hover over an emoji, it'll do the dot dot word of what that emoji is and then dot no, no, dot. No, 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 Every because emoji it, no, has no, no, been no, no, translated no, no, already. No, 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 no. You are right. thinking so fucking simple, Blake Rea. <laughs> okay, what's up? Because the, this is proposing the idea that emojis are just there to represent something. I'm proposing an entire emoji language. I'm proposing the idea idea that the bang emoji means something different depending on context. I'm going to create an entire uh, fucking language, written language, with its own rules, with its own logic, and with its own patterns. We're so going to run this through Android. Android will sign off on this and make this game mandatory on uh-huh. all android devices we are going to invent a new language only using emojis as characters um so you're th- trying to do like there there and there but with emojis is that kind of what you're going for what is yes that is exactly <laughs> what i'm looking for <laughs> just a simple way of saying what's yeah okay um like here, here's a good example the 100 emoji Right, uh-huh. that one, if I hover over it, it just says 100. But you uh-huh. and I both know that's not what the 100 emoji means. Uh, what does it mean? It means it means giving 100%, giving it my all, leaving it all on the paint. I give, I'm giving everything I can to it. So, the 100 emoji does not simply mean 100. There's a reason why there's two red underlines under it and it's all in bold. I'm creating a game that is going to teach people how and where to use the 100 emoji and why it might mean something different than simply 100. Like, if okay. I text my dad back the 100 emoji, I'm not expecting him to count out 100 of something. He hmm. knows that. I know that. So what is the game? game is like you are given the game is duolingo again i'm building an entire fucking language over here signed off by android and apple the game is teaching people our new language we're going to erase the way that people currently think and replace it with our emoji language Bro, you need to be more descriptive because all you're saying right now is like, I'm going to put a bunch of emojis in, in front of people that they have to guess it. Like, what is the gameplay? Like, it, it, I don't. Oh, the gameplay I, is still what we've done. It is it okay. is girl sends text to dad. Dad translates it to real words, then translates it from the real words to emojis. And then uh-huh. about halfway through the game, we are going to remove the translation part because uh-huh. because now we need to make sure that our audience is fluent in our emoji language and then people will be seeing prompts and responding to it phonetically correct in the emoji language that we've crafted hold on and we are going to delete the english written language and replace it with emojis okay but how is that a choose your own adventure thing so it's it, not a, a choose your own adventure. I'm, but it's a text-based adventure. That's what that means, though. No, a text-based no, adventure, a text-based adventure is not a choose your own. No, that's not a choose your own adventure, and you know it. When you play Zork, no, you can't be like, you I choose to ta- kill the bad guy. No, there's one answer to Zork is the thing. No, a text-based adventure implies that there are multiple ways to go about things or things to explore or things to interact with. Like, yes, I agree, choose your own adventure implies that there are multiple endings and all that other bullshit, but like a text-based a, a text-based adventure game, you get to explore, you get to go around, and you get to interact with things. This just feels like what you've presented is a puzzle game. It's not really, there's no adventure mechanics to it. There's Correct. no alternate paths that you can take. That's why I think depending on like your choices and your translations it affects the relationship in the real world or not in our real world but like it affects the relationship between this father and their kid okay can we at least agree on the idea that you can't send the text unless it makes sense in my cool new emoji language i'll meet you in the middle i'll 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 go ahead and contact our writing team i'll make sure Mm. that there's a bunch of different pathways to go for the relationship to evolve (laughs) but i need you to sign off on us creating a new written language in emojis uh sure i mean if skyrim could do it with their dragon language i'm sure we can do it with our emojis 
I don't Thank know. Thank you. Exactly. Fucking JR. Uh, to- or fucking the Tolkien guy wrote and made up an entire fake language with squigglies. We can do it with emojis. <laughs> this isn't like new ground. It's just that now we're getting capitalists involved. <laughs> Fucking weird. All right, you give me a game. Give me a game, and then we'll the, give me a lightning round, and then we'll figure out what our nug is. Gazer at just Gazer suggests Dwayne the Rock Johnson themed RTS, which is very good. But might I propose that this has already been done, and that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is already playing the RTS, which of course stands for Rock Time Strategy. Rock time strategy. So, hey Blake, could you do me a huge solid? Could you just yeah. look up really quick the Rock? App? Yeah, the Rock app. What? It's also known as the Rock Clock. Is it called Rock for Free? Uh, no, it's called the Rock Clock again. The Rock Clock. What? The Rock? <laughs> Wait, this is this is an Android thing. This is a this, this, this is a this, article I'm looking at from The Verge. Dwayne The Rock Johnson just released a motivational alarm clock. <laughs> he wants to wake up with Dwayne. He wakes up at 3:50 a.m. What the fuck? Thank you so much for this article, Chris Welch what from is The happening? Verge. Dwayne The Rock Johnson gets up at 4 a.m. pretty much every day, while the rest of us mere mortals still fast asleep, probably drooling. Hugely successful pro wrestler and Hollywood star said that such an early wake-up call has a lot to do with his soaring career trajectory. And now The Rock wants to help you wake up in the morning. This is an app that will wake Uh you up and tell you when to do things. And The Rock is doing it. I believe The Rock has already created the real-time strategy in the real world. He is trying to craft the perfect people. I don't know what he's going to do it for, but his actions (laughs) per minute are doing great. Okay, so we just let you have to operate off of the rock clock as closely as you can and then just No, I'm not even you... saying that th- this isn't a game pitch. I'm warning everybody that this game already, oh, this exists, already exists and Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> is doing it. Dwayne is playing the rock themed real-time strategy game and it the first move was him giving the rock clock to people because now he Jesus controls Christ. your actions. All the right, real-time pick- strategy is rock time, baby. Let's pick a fucking nug and go on to modifiers. Might I suggest to you that the nug this week is Slay Bells Ringing, the reindeer dogfighting game. But is it like Slay as in S-L-A-Y, Slay Bells Ringing? Yes, of course it is. Actually, is it? why don't we just call it Slay Bells? Slay Bells Rules, yes. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so um, is this a game that can have a modifier? Or is it because it's it's already specifically the cast is so specific? For those that don't know, we have uh, a Patreon modifier thing where you can submit like different topics and different themed things every couple of weeks. This week is sidekicks, but I don't know who the fuck the sidekick would be with already a locked in cast. You know what I mean? So maybe we save it for next week. I think we have to save it for this week. I do believe that a locked in cast means that we don't have room for a sidekick this time around because it is just player specific characters. Yeah. All right. So we'll do that next week. So fuck yeah. Sleigh bells. All right. So I want to talk before we go to patch notes. What are some of the different game types? Because we already have one where you're doing the delivery. I feel like a dogfighting game that should have. I mean, I want this to be the next fucking Rocket League. Because Rocket League is like three Rocket cars. Rocket League only has one game type, though. I thought it had... No, it has more. It has like it has different game types. Like, they did the summer event where you had a beach ball, which was like a completely different gravity, and it did, and it moved differently. So Okay, so like, you want to just talk about some fun, silly games that we can do. Yeah. So what if you could do one... Okay. We could do a, a summer game where everybody's locked on the same up axis so that everyone's... Because everyone's like swimming in water. That'd be kind of fun. Oh, you're doing like an underwater thing where it's no, like not, everybody oh, kind of not moves underwater on water. Everybody's locked on the same axis. Everyone's oh. functionally on the ground, but we oh, won't have animations made for everybody to be on the ground. So oh, they're just okay. swimming so through be- water. So it becomes like okay. So you're you basically are delivering to um, houses Little that boats. like yeah, like how uh, boat houses or whatever the heck they're called. Might I pitch you on one that's kind of like Splatoon? Where there are, say there are 20 houses below you, and only 20 houses can be delivered. In those 20 houses, you're fighting for control of them. So I guess it's it's just a control game type where it's like 
uh, you are trying to, to to have delivered to as many houses as you can, but they can only be occupied by one gift at a time. So, like, I am on the Krampus team. You're on the, the Santa team. You deliver to five houses, but I deliver to 15. I, I end up winning. That means you won. Yeah. So, it's like, but Even over the I course of the game. That. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, that way it's still kind of similar, but it's a little bit different. Is there a game that we can do that is pure combat themed rather than tag. just like, ooh, tag. Okay. Oh, you could do like an infected, but it's reindeer. Mm-hmm. And wait a second. Dog fighting that's an infected game type. I don't think I've ever seen that before. That could be and wicked fun. We're going to throw in an infected type in and everybody Yo. starts as reindeers except for one person that plays as his own skeleton reindeer. And they rent. Oh, and they randomly, like, uh, they just, everybody looks like reindeer at the beginning, and you don't know who's going to turn out to be the infected. And then just randomly, so you could be, like, flying right next to somebody, talking to them, and then just they suddenly, like, sprout, like, their skin falls away, and they become a Krampus skeleton, or a Krampus reindeer. And then they that just becomes a game of infected at that. All right, fuck yeah, dude, that sounds fun. I'd play the heck out of this. Sleigh bells. That's a good Sleigh name. bells. Dude, hell yeah. All right, let's go to patch notes. Let's go to patch notes. All right, everybody. We have an urgent notification from the Rock Clock app. Tonight is Spiritual (laughs) Successors game night. Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson will not be there, but it is on the app. Don't fact check me on that. Um, if you if you enjoyed hanging out with us today and want to hang out with us some more, we are doing a game of Secret Hitler, a hidden role game tonight on our spiritual successor discord through our patreon it's only two bucks a month the day that this episode aired uh tuesday the 7th of december Uh, if you're listening to this in the far future it's probably not tonight if you're listening (laughs) to it the day after which is still the far future but much shorter oof you missed it but you can get in on our next patreon game night which we are trying to do monthly yeah if you want in on that all you got to do is join in on our patreon and you'll be invited to our patreon discord Right on. Well, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week. As always, our intro and outro song is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I have been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.